I, I never got around to learning how to play an instrument. Oh well. Janice felt a chill down her spine. She handed the note to Damien with a shaky hand. When he read it, he felt his stomach drop. It made sense Danny was still around. I mean, there was nowhere else she could go. He should have predicted her outburst, and to an extent, he did. He just didn't imagine that she could get so violent. Janice provided the police with details about her short relationship with Danny. After taking statements from Damien, the police left. Janice and Damien sat in silence, unsure of what to say to each other and dismayed by the pain they unintentionally caused. Janice came to first and questioned Damien for ways she could find Danny and stop her as soon as possible. She asked about everything, from tracking spells to teleportation and traps she could set, but Damien was hesitant to give her any information. After dancing around the topic, with a stern glare, he declared very coldly to her that she was not to chase after Danny and that he would handle it. Janice wasn't having it. Danny was her creation. She should be the one to deal with the problems Danny created. But Damien was firm and scarily distant about the affair. He left the room unwilling to continue the conversation. Janice wouldn't let it go though, so as the week went on, she wouldn't let Damien out of her sight. Somehow she managed to put a spell on the house that wouldn't allow him to leave without her knowing. And she glued herself to his side. I mean, not literally, but she may as well have. She hounded Damien day after day to let her deal with Danny, or at least let her fight by Damien's side, but each time he refused. It became too much for Damien to handle, and finally he had enough. He lamented that Janice wouldn't be the same after facing Danny, that she would become anxiety-ridden and reclusive. Her world would deteriorate before her very eyes. The kindness that people showed so readily now would be scarce after her battle with Danny. He spoke about Danny like she was a curse, a destroyer of worlds. But to Janice, she was only her first creation. She couldn't possibly be that dangerous. Janice was pretty sure she could just unmake Danny if she really wanted to. But Damien wouldn't back down from his argument. And when he saw that Janice wouldn't either, he told her a darker side of his life story that he wanted to hide. He told her about the other gods and their devils. A story that religions hid from their followers so that their gods could be more than what they were. The gods often came into being alone and shrouded in darkness. Unlike Janice, the gods never had a Damien to guide them or to keep them company. They were completely alone and without a pocket world to live on. The loneliness would start to drive them mad or send them into a deep depression, so they would long for company, someone that could exist outside of their mind. But the longing wasn't enough. They would begin talking to themselves and make an imaginary friend. Then one day, that imaginary friend would appear before their very eyes, real and complete. Most importantly, that imaginary friend understood the god and exactly what they were going through. The presence of another being was refreshing. Their new friends would help them 
create a new world, alter it, and explore the things they can do and the people they could create. The more they created, the more the gods discovered about themselves. And like humans, they would find things that they liked, and they found things that they didn't like. Some of those things were mildly negative, like anger and occasional lying, and some of it was more gruesome, like murder-inducing rage and misery. Every time the gods made a bad discovery about themselves, they would swear their friend to secrecy. Eventually, the friends housed all the gods' shadows, and they were happy to do so, priding themselves on their closeness with the gods. Eventually, though, the shadows would take a toll on the friends, making them resemble the gods too strongly, and the negative energy made them look like death itself. They were unsettling to look at. So the gods would distance themselves and create more beings to be around that weren't burdened by the pain of knowing their darkness, and would start spending more time around others, pushing their old friend away into more distant corners of their world. The feeling of abandonment would overwhelm them, and the friends would become devils. They lashed out at the world, unleashing the gods' shadows and fears, seeking to destroy all that the gods created. And when the gods tried to destroy them, they couldn't. Because they held their shadows, the devils were something of a Pandora's box. And we all know what happened when Pandora opened her box. So the gods would trap them, lock them miles beneath their worlds, or force them to do grueling work that would take up all their energy and time. And there were many more awful fates that the devils would suffer at the hands of the gods. Over time, the gods felt guilty for the pain they caused to their world and for locking away their first creation. And this guilt rotted them from the inside out, and they would become the worst versions of themselves. They would inflict harm on the world they once cherished. Judgment would replace love, and punishment replaced mercy. Atrocities ravaged their worlds, and the gods were helpless to stop them, trapped in their own mental and emotional cages. This was the cycle of a god. The cycle that Janice bound herself to when she created Danny. Damien wouldn't allow the cycle to continue for Janice. He wanted to lock Danny away himself and leave her world forever to exist in peace. Janice wouldn't hear it, though. It wasn't a resolution if Damien left. She knew she would be in agony without him. Wouldn't that be the same agony the other gods felt when their worlds were thrown into chaos? After some arguing and some choice words from Janice, Damien agreed to stop Danny together, in hopes that helping one another would be enough to get Janice out of the cycle. They found her location and set out to find her the next day. When Janice went to bed that night, though, Damien left. He wanted to stick to their plan, really he did, but his first brush with Danny pushed him to go on his own. She was different than the other devils. More powerful, maybe? From the mangled body of the victim, it looked like she learned magic. Honestly, he was afraid of her. When he saw Janice sleeping peacefully that night, a terrifying thought crossed his mind. If Danny was powerful enough, she could break the cycle and defeat Janice. Danny might even kill her. Damien couldn't bear the thought. He wanted to stop her before she could reach Janice, even if it meant his own death. 
Damien arrived at a cave where he felt Danny's presence. It was a little ways away from civilization. She crawled out from the depths of the cave. Her appearance had changed dramatically. She looked horrifying. It looked like she marred her face in the places where she resembled Janice the least, and the wounds were festering. It looked painful. Damien felt sorry for her. If not for her murder, he would have offered her a place to stay and heal. At first, he attempted to talk her down, to convince her that violence and lashing out at the world would not help her or get Janice to be her friend again. He told her the story of the cycle between gods and devils and hoped that hearing about her fate would change her mind. Throughout his whole story, she sat there quietly, looking at him with a creepy grimace. Damien had seen many demons, devils, and scary things, but her look was beyond anything he had ever seen. When he finished, she laughed at his audacity. She told him through giggles and tears that he was the reason that Janice turned on her. Until he showed up, Janice didn't judge her. She was free to be with Janice. She would rid this world of Damien to be free with her again. She hurled herself at Damien, who barely dodged her attack. If not for her recklessness, or maybe for her laughing, she would have hit him. Danny crashed into a boulder, smashing it into rubble. Danny wasn't phased at all, though. She got up, throwing herself at him this time faster. She hit him in the mouth, causing Damien to go flying yards away. Danny flew after him and didn't let up. She continued to throw punches and kicks. Damien attempted to block her attacks, but he underestimated her strength. She lifted him high into the sky, high enough to see the town Janice created, and slammed him into the center of a four-way intersection. All Damien could hear were sirens and screams of citizens. It all sounded fuzzy, and his vision was far worse. He pried open his swollen eyes to see the citizens looking up at the sky. He peered up to see Danny's feet coming dangerously fast at him. He closed his eyes and prepared for the pain. But he never felt it. Instead, he heard her feet hit rubber. He opened his eyes to see Danny on top of a massive blue bubble that surrounded him. He looked around, and on his right was an angry-looking Janice. She wasn't angry, though. She was terribly sad. She was looking at him with fat tears rolling down her cheeks. She didn't say anything. She only dropped to her knees and cradled his head. She was hurt by his actions, but she understood them. She whispered about his importance to her, and why he should have never attempted to face Danny on his own. After she dealt with Danny, she would make him swear not to lie to her again, and to never be so reckless. Tendril seeped down from the bump. Tendril seeped down from the bubble and gingerly attached themselves to Damien. He started to feel better almost immediately. He didn't remember teaching Janice how to heal that way, though. Actually, he didn't even know that this technique existed. Apparently, he underestimated her power, too. And with that thought, he passed out from exhaustion. Meanwhile, Danny jumped off the protective bubble. People started to back away from her. 
She looked around at their shocked expressions. The longer they looked at her, the more disgusted they seemed. It felt like a golf ball was swelling up in her throat. She was ugly, terrible to look at, hard on the eyes. Her hands clenched and she looked down for a moment before looking up at the mare. She bolted at her to attack, but a bubble formed around the crowd before she could strike. She turned around. Janice was outside of her bubble shield, looking at her with determination written all over her face. Danny couldn't handle Janice's resolve to defend the townspeople. She complained to Janice that she was her mother and everyone else were just distractions to Janice. Janice's resolve remained, though. Her look never softened. Slowly, she told Danny that she didn't want to fight her, but she'd become a murderer and Janice would protect her people. Everyone else in the town was confused. Her people? They started to murmur, unsure if they wanted Danny or Janice in their town. All the murmurs and disapproving looks were overwhelming for Danny, so she jumped up into the sky and fled back to her cavern, leaving Janice to deal with the townspeople. They didn't cheer. They weren't happy that Danny was gone. They were too nervous that Janice was there. They pieced together that she was more than what she seemed, but they weren't sure if they wanted to know her truth. Janice awkwardly reassured them that she would handle the situation and bring Danny to justice. The mayor only gave a curt nod and walked off. Little by little, the others dispersed. Janice returned to Damien, and they vanished from the town square. When Damien woke up, he was alone in the bed he shared with Janice, but there was a note on her pillow. It read, I want to deal with Danny. Rest, please. He thought about disobeying, but when he tried to move, a pain shot up through his arm. He laid back down into the pillow with a groan. He would have to leave it to Janice to save herself from the cycle. He only hoped that she could. Janice knew exactly where to look for Danny without a tracking spell. Truth be told, she knew where Danny would be even before Damien confronted her. It was the place they always talked about visiting. The cave that Danny was hiding in looked exactly the way Janice imagined it would look. She stopped short of the mouth, though, unsure of whether she should go in. She needed to confront Danny to protect her town, but Janice was so angry she didn't want to. She just wanted to cry out her frustrations. She felt exposed. She didn't want Danny to see her so vulnerable. She wanted to hit her and toss around like Danny did to Damien. Danny hurt her best friend and exposed her identity to the town. She practically ruined Janice's life without remorse. After everything life had thrown at Janice, after everything Janice did to rebuild her life only to lose it time and time again, she thought this world would be the one success that she could keep. But Danny was determined to not let that happen. She would rather kill everything that Janice loved than let her be happy. So be it then. Janice would take out Danny and find a way to take back her shadows. At some point, she unknowingly started speaking out loud and didn't notice Danny standing in front of her with tears in her eyes. They fell into the gashes in her cheeks, and they seemed to burn the infected wounds, making them look even worse. Janice nearly gagged, but readied herself for a fight. 
conjuring two blades to defend herself from Danny's incoming attack. But it never came. Instead, a soft cry bubbled up from Danny's throat. She pathetically burst into tears in front of Janice. Through sobs and hiccups, she pleaded with Janice to love her and leave everyone else. Wipe out the society she created and just start over. This time with just the two of them forever. She crawled over to Janice's leg and clung to it for dear life. Anger welled up in Janice's throat. That entire rant about Danny ruining the last good thing she had and all she could do was think about herself. She was bold enough to think that genocide was a good idea and really believed that. With little empathy, Janice kicked Danny off her leg to the entrance of the cave. Danny scurried inside like a wounded puppy and hid. Janice marched in, ready to drag Danny out into the light to face her. Her anger burned through her chest. She was actually glowing. Her whole body started to illuminate the cave walls and drawings on them. They were crude images of Janice in her old life, with her mom and dad as a happy family. Images of her mom leaving and Janice rebelling. Even images of her being experimented on by Dreamcorp. Janice stepped back and lit up the entire cave wall to reveal a massive mural of her entire life. A lot of the drawings depicted events Danny was never even told about. At the very end of the cave wall was a small drawing that showed Janice in robes with a halo over her head and light rays bursting from it. In the next, Danny was drawn coming out of her head and then the two of them stood side by side mirror images of one another, but Danny was colored pitch black in comparison to Janice's brown skin. Looking at the images, she finally understood what Danny was, and saw something that Damien had missed in his tale of the other gods. A shadow jumped from one rock to another larger one. Janice approached it and heard a small, I'm sorry. Janice moved the rock to reveal a huddled Danny hiding away from Janice. Guilt sunk deep in her stomach at the sight. Janice wanted to run and just leave Danny here. Danny was hurt, so she couldn't leave her that way, but she wanted to. Janice sat cross-legged in front of her instead and took a deep breath, prepared to face the dark corners of her life that she wanted to hide. She started by accepting Danny's apology and they talked about Danny's desires to be alone with Janice forever. Janice turned this down and explained the insanity of her idea. Danny couldn't quite understand the value that Janice saw in the people she created, but Janice was able to convince her that they were future friends, people that could replace Janice. Danny didn't like hearing that, but she figured it was the only way to be accepted by Janice, so she hesitantly agreed to make friends. She didn't know if that would even be possible given her appearance, and moreover, the scenes she just made in the town. But Janice promised to handle that for her. Danny was hopeful that she could change Janice's mind, though, so she flipped the conversation onto Janice's dark times, trying to convince her that she needed Danny to protect her from the pain she hides within. It didn't work, so Danny dug deeper, referencing the portraits on the wall. And with every event Danny brought up, 
Janice could suddenly see the solutions that had been there all along. She started to see that she met every problem by fleeing when she could have done something. She wouldn't run away anymore. She would find the solution. She couldn't hide from the past or change it. She couldn't make her mom come back, and even if she could, she wouldn't be able to return to Earth to see her. She could confront her father, if she could return to Earth, but she couldn't make him take her back. All there was to do was accept her mistakes and pain and move forward with her life. Danny could come with her if she was open to it. They spent days in the cave, preparing each other for the world they would soon re-enter. When it was time to leave, only Janice emerged from the cave, with small scars on her face that healed as she made her way back home. She didn't transport herself this time. She took her time exploring the world by herself and enjoying her time alone. When she arrived home, Damien was completely healed and worried to the point of exhaustion. Upon seeing her, he picked her up and nearly crushed her ribs in a bear hug. He asked what happened to Danny, but she only said that she broke the cycle, and she promised to never lash out again. And that's the tale, pretty much. Well, at least the first part. Of course the story doesn't end there. She and Damien went on to have many wonderful adventures, but that's a series of stories for another time. How long has it been? Only two days? About like four weeks. <laughs> Maybe you should be on your way. We still have many hours of the day left and you have enough time to make it back to civilization. Have fun on your way down!